Y'all got we, I myself, because glory be to God. Y'all think I'm anointed? Y'all think I'm the one? Come on. Y'all need to see my child. Look, when I tell you, when my daughter tell me something, I take it smooth to the bank. I trust her word because I know God speaks to her. He speaks to her through her dream. Y'all got to start asking your children, what did you dream about last night? What vision did you see? See, that's what the enemy is coming for our children because we too old. We already wore out and threw away. He figured I can't get no more use out of them because them people, they trust in their God. They ain't just church folks. They are the church. So the enemy can't bother us like how he used to, so he comes for our seed. That's why it's so mm. important to have a relationship with your children because some of us gave birth to anointed children that can see farther than we can see, that can discern a hundred times better than we can discern. Gabby picks up on people quicker than I do. She told me just last night, Mama, you too friendly. You talk to too many folks. You ain't got to be that friendly because you know that man didn't mean no good. You know that person. You know that lady trying to use you. And I'm just thinking, mm. I, I didn't see that. I didn't pick up on that. Start talking to your children because your children know most of the time more than you do. They have seen things that you have overlooked because as a mm. group, we want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Children don't know nothing about giving people the benefit of the doubt. They take people as face value. And a lot of us that have anointed children, their discernment is picking up on these people while we're trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, and they're trying to leech on and drag us down. Pay attention to your children. Start talking to your children about their dreams. Start talking to your children about what God is telling them. Start talking to your children about what God is telling you. Go mm-hmm. back to having devotion with your children. You cannot be a preacher, a teacher, a leader, or anybody standing in anybody's pulpit or going live, and you ain't having conversation with the folks in your household. Go fix that. Get mm. that out. Get that better. Because your first ministry is the folks that live in the house with you, the people that are sleeping right under the same roof with you. Come on. So don't miss that. Don't assume because your child is three, they don't know. Gabby was telling me stuff at three years old. And I was like, oh, wow, you you sure? And it will come to pass. So don't tell me what children don't know and children making up things. The angels talk to the children. God himself talked to all the children. Start listening to your children. Glory Amen. be to God. And um, wow. I want to jump back in to where God had told Abram, and Abraham's name went from Abraham to Abram. So don't think those two different people. It's the same guy. He made him a promise about giving him land, about making him this and doing. Read it for yourself in Genesis chapter 12, 1 through 5. So therefore, Exodus chapter 1 verses 1 through 7 will make sense to you. That's why you'll know the Israelites, they got to be too many. It got to be a whole lot of them. Because one thing about God, he's not like man. If he tell you he going to do something, oh, he going to do it. Decently mm. and in order. It's going to be more than your mind or my mind can imagine, expect, or even make. 
Now, y'all know we have some crazy imagination, but God goes far beyond what we can think, what we can do in our own strength. That's why it's so important to take your will. And if you didn't hear Brother Rod teaching on last Thursday, go back and hear it, because all of us have a will. But is your will aligning up with God's will? That's what we need to be. Because when your will aligns up with God's will, then it makes it so easy to stay on God's course. It makes it so easy to just listen and follow the instructions of God. All right, how Amen. am I on, on time, Brother Rod? You good. Keep going. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and jump on down the New Testament for the sake of time because some of us need correction when we don't think we need correction. But we all can mm. use a little correction from time to time. So if you turn in the New Testament to the book of Luke, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, and this is the first set of disciples, but I clown Peter a lot. But God was showing me different places in my life. Well, Mika, you just like Peter. You questioning mm. me and asking me after I told you to do something. If I tell you to do something and you know my voice, you know me, do it. Either you're going to do what mm. I tell you to do and I be your God, or you're going to do what you want to do and be your own God. Y'all don't get caught mm. up in that. It, it, it's not a good ending. If you know the sound of God's voice, if you know when God is talking to you in your spirit, obey Listen, move. Glory be to God. So I'm going to read Amen. a little bit of this one. Now, verses 1 through 3, Jesus is preaching them. The, the crowd listen like, woo, yeah, go Jesus, hallelujah. You got the word. You you know how we do in church. We get real Amen. loud, just like we had a ball game. Ain't listening to nothing. We just out cheering one another in church. We do that sometimes. So God told Peter in verse 3, he got him into the boat. And Simon and Peter, they're the same person. And he asked him, put it out a little bit from the shore. Giving him specific direction. He didn't say move over there or do this. Or do... They were clear. No, mm-hmm. no hesitation, clear instruction. So he sat down and he talked to people from the boat. Now, mind you, Peter been watching the Lord teach and preach on several different occasions. So he know God is the real thing. Y'all know how sometimes we had to watch some people. But when you got a good relationship with God, God will let you know a phony and a fake in the pulpit real quick. So Amen. you ain't got to sit there and listen and try to figure it out. Well, I wonder if he really anointed. I wonder if she really, God going to let you know. And not only that, once you get a relationship with God, when I'm I'm learning now that when people are talking to me, I can hear them speaking in English, but I can feel their intention. That's the anointing. That's having a relationship with God, so people can't get over on you like they used to. Yes, you in the natural. Yes, you in the flesh. But your spiritual man, let him take over. Let him have some time during the day. Don't just bring your spiritual man out on Sunday. Don't just bring him to church. 
He like to eat good. He like a ball game. Bring him out daily because he'll protect you from a lot of things because we don't kept our spiritual man down for a long time. Maybe I can't speak for nobody else, but I can speak for me. Mine, I had him locked up, cuffed up, and I had him mouth closed. My spiritual mm. man couldn't do nothing. I had him on lock. Once I release that joker, to God be the glory. Don't let nobody fool y'all and say being holy, being sanctified, being filled with the Holy Spirit is boring, that you don't get to do what you used to do. Most of what you was used to doing, it wasn't producing no good fruit anyway. So why are you going to miss something that wasn't bringing you anything in your life? When you can mm. build your relationship with God, get on his course, follow his instruction, and be fruitful. Not, not, not just a little bit of fruit, exceedingly fruitful. That's what he said. Because you're in that bloodline. Because you are part of those people. So he want to multiply you greatly, and he wants to increase you. See, that's why we have to humble ourselves and let God exalt us. Because if you let man put you up, man going to snatch you down when you stop listening, when you stop doing what he asked you to do. God ain't like man. God be the glory. Amen. So let's go back over here to verse 4. We're in the book of Luke. Chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down the net for the cash. Simple instruction. Hey, Peter, go put that net in the water over here. Right here, Peter. Put it down right here. All Peter had to say, okay, yes, sir. Or he could just do it. No. In verse 5, he said, Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. Did he ask you what you did last night? Did he ask mm-hmm. you who you've been with in your past? See, God is mm. not focused on what happened then, back there, last week. We quick to say we serve a right now God, but we don't want to follow right now instruction. Come on. So if you got a right now God, follow right now instruction. When God tells you to do something, obey and be about your father's business. Don't tell him what happened last night. If he the author and the finisher, he was here in the beginning, he going to be here in the end, he didn't need for you to give him no replay. He already knew. Amen. So then he says, Master, we, oh, then he says, because you say so, I let down the net. Because you my God, because I trust you, because you ain't never failed me, because you don't tell lies to me, because you love me, even though I haven't done anything for your love, I'm going to put the net down. See, that's how we got to be. That's why humbling yourself so important because when he gives you instruction, he already know what the end gonna be. He's the Amen. author and the finisher. He's at the beginning, he's at the end, so he already know what's going on in the middle. Ain't nothing slipping past God. Y'all think when stuff happens to us in our life, God be like, ooh, I better send an angel right quick. I ain't know that was gonna happen today. I didn't know that was gonna happen today. 
That's us. God is not like man. We are men. We, we are human. We are in the flesh. God is a spirit, an entity. He can come in a human. He can come in the flesh if he feel like it. But he gives us direction. That's why he makes it so plain. He, he don't try to trip us up or tell us stuff that doesn't make any sense. He put it in, in the language that we understand so we can follow, so we can get the reward, and he can get the glory. That's what we got to get in the habit of, y'all. We don't need mm-hmm. the glory. I I never wanted God's glory, but I love his reward. I like when he gives me some rewards. Ain't no, ain't no, can't nobody. And growing <laughs> up, I used to hear the old folks say, can't nobody do you like Jesus. Y'all better latch on to that. Y'all better catch <laughs> on to that. It don't Amen. matter what your what your wife, your your husband, your son, it don't matter what kind of gifts they come up with. They can't do you like Jesus. They can try. It ain't the same. So in verse Amen. 6, when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their neck began to break. See? God don't set us up for failure. God put us in a winning position every time if only we be obedient, obey, and move. That's that We serve a God that's full of verbs. Mm. He likes some action. He, he ain't setting that lip service you're talking about. Are you being obedient? Are you moving? Are you listening? Did you do what I say? following my instructions. That's the kind of God we serve. He's not a puzzle. He's a mystery to non-believers. If you're a believer mm. in God and God is a mystery to you, you missed it. Go back. Start all the way back in the book of Genesis. Start again. You missed it. God is not a mystery to his people because he got to reveal to his prophet and his people what he got going on before he bring it down. It's in the book of Genesis. Amen. Glory be to God. So he's uh, in verse 7, he's talking, hey, y'all come over here and help us. We got all the fish. Jesus done came and hooked us all the way up. What we didn't catch last night, it don't matter, because we done caught all the net full on today. We we got more than enough. You can't Mm. tell me that when you trust Jesus, you walk with God, that you don't have more than enough. If you Amen. don't have what you need right now, you and God better have a conversation. Y'all better talk about that thing. Because somebody missed mm. it somewhere. And we know God didn't miss it. Now, we'll miss Because I tell people in a minute, hey, I, I, I might have missed it. I might have missed it. It happened. But God didn't miss it. God know you. He know Brother Ross. He know me. And y'all, I can't see the comments because I'm on my laptop. So if y'all saying stuff, I'm going to go back and watch the replay, and I'll comment then. But God is telling us with clear instructions, go here, go there. That's why we can't get so attached to a location. We serve a moving God. If he's moving, he expects for us to move. So let's not be like Peter. But then again, let's be exactly like Peter. Because Peter said, well, Lord, we ain't catching nothing last night. 
But because you're my God, because I trust you, I'm going to throw this net down, and I expect some stuff to get in this net. That's how we got to be when we go to God. Lord, it didn't happen for me yesterday. I applied for that job, and them people turned me down. Okay, well, guess what? Go apply for another one. I don't, it don't matter to me how many jobs you applied for yesterday. And I'm talking to myself. I ain't talking to nobody else right now. Because y'all might got a job. I don't know. But God is telling you, God is being specific with all of us. It's not just me. He, he didn't pick me out the pile and said, Mika, you the best. I'm keeping you and putting you above everybody. It's a lot of us out here that are anointed, that hear clearly from God. But we stubborn. We bad little children. We're going to do what we want to do because it feels good, because that's what we think we need to do. One thing I can tell you about God, you can't serve God and live any kind of way and do what you want to do. You got to pick a side. The same way everybody have a favorite football team or basketball team, that people go crazy for the Georgia Bulldogs. Folk go crazy for the Florida Seminoles. You got to go now. crazy for your God. That's how you got to be. Preach. It doesn't matter what the enemy is enticing you with. You know what God has told you. I want to encourage the single people on tonight that if you're waiting for a husband, if you're looking for a wife, know that the enemy going to sing you what you used to fool with, what you used to like from back in the day. But stay the course and trust your God because he got a queen for you. He has a king for you. Glory be to God. I don't know who that was for, but y'all better catch that. Come on. So then we're going to go on down to verse 8. Because y'all know how we do. Peter was a dramatic dude, but I, I, I like him, though. I enjoy reading about Peter, but he's dramatic. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. Duh. We're all sinful. Duh. God knows this. But don't let your sin outweigh your praise. Because you can't heal and deliver yourself. If you could, God wouldn't give you preachers, teachers, leaders, and he would not have left the Bible to assist you and to help you. We got to stop trying to be our own God. God know where we're broken at. God know where we need the extra work at. And he's putting it in if we allow him. God will completely come in and take some taste out your mouth. God will completely come in and remove some sickness out of your body. Don't tell God what you're trying to do. I'll, I'll come to Jesus when I get right. You ain't going to never be right on your own. Come to him now. Bring all your messed up everything to him right now. He didn't ask you to clean it up before you come to the church. That's what church folks do because they don't know no better. That's what they think you're supposed to do. But God wants you to come just as raggedy and jacked up as you are because he got a plan for your life. See, we got to remember that. God is not surprised that we were born. Some of our parents might have been surprised that we were born. But God is not. He had a plan for you from jump. So then he goes on and he tells them, 
verse 10, and I'm skipping down a little bit for the sake of time. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will be, you will fish for people. See, that's what we do. That's what me and Brother Rod go out and do. We're going to go out and catch you. We're going to bring it in. We're going to teach you the word, and God's going to clean you up. He talk, mm-hmm. see, see what he said now? Be, be clear on what the word is telling you to do as a disciple. You will go fish for people. He asked you to clean nobody up. He asked you to cuss nobody out. He asked you to do none of that extra <laughs> stuff that we do. He didn't ask Amen. you to tell them how they smell what they look like, what they should have done. He didn't ask you to do none of that. He told you to go out there and catch them, bring them in, love on them, show them the word. Amen. Help them understand the word. Help them get, a, help them get better, closer to me. That's what God asked. We're fishermen of people for God, not for ourselves. My job is to go out there reach you, tell you the good news, the gospel, the go gospel of God. Come on. And bring you into his kingdom. I ain't <clears throat> got no kingdom. I don't have a kingdom. So I can't bring you into my kingdom. And that's cool. Because God got a kingdom. But I'm going to bring you to his kingdom. I can't heal you or deliver you until God activate my hand, until God activate my mouth. So I stay in my place. I stay in my lane, and I do my job. I go get you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring you in. Glory be to God. Come on. Let's stop cleaning people up before we bring them to the kingdom. Let's start bringing people to the kingdom how they are. If they got a cigarette in their mouth, bring them on to the kingdom. If they still got a good cold beer in their hand, bring them to the kingdom. God ain't asked you to do none of that. He didn't ask you to tell him, well, you know, you got to put the bill up. Bring that bill on to him. Because God is going to heal you. God is going to deliver you. Because God got use of you. I guarantee you ain't going to want no mobile. I guarantee you ain't going to smoke no more <laughs> cigarettes. Once you allow God to heal and deliver you. That's why God told us, don't put our faith in man. Right. That's why God said, don't talk to people any kind of way. Don't do folks any kind of way because these are my people. People think angels going to fly around, but a lot of angels are God's people here in flesh, here in the earth. Amen. That we're mistreating, misusing, walking over, and abusing them. Stop. Repent. Ask God, Lord, forgive me. I missed it. I messed it up. But I'm sorry. I'll go fish. Mm-hmm. I'll bring in all the people you tell me to bring in into your kingdom. Because I'm your vessel. I'm your child. I follow your instructions. I listen to you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And in my closing note, I have the Bible tell us that God is first. And he delayed. So we ain't going to outlive God. We ain't going to outwork God. We ain't going to outdo nothing to God. God going to see it all the way through, from the beginning to the end. He ain't going to make no mistakes in between. And if you make some mistakes in between, it's okay. 
Not only is he's in the beginning, the end, and the middle, but he's a fixer. He's a mm. replacer. He loves all of us. There's not one single individual person on this earth that God does not love, that does not have Amen. an opportunity to be in his kingdom. That's why he told us to go fishing for people. You can still go fishing because that's relaxing, but that's why he told us to go get those people. So my children, I made Abraham a promise. I made Jacob a promise. I'm keeping my promise. I'm not going to give up on my promise. Go get them. I don't care how drunk he is. I don't care how high she is. Go get them. That's what we're supposed to do. God ain't asked us to judge nobody, to smell nobody. He didn't ask us to do that. So my ending question for tonight that I want y'all to go to sleep thinking about, do you believe in the God that you talk about enough to follow his instructions and listen to him? Because if you don't, repent and try it again. That's it. That's all I got for tonight, Brother Rod. Amen. Praise God for that word. Amen. 